Oh my lord, it happened, Jeff. Oh, what? What happened? Tell the me. Avengers Endgame trailer. We know what the title is. We know it's- what the title of Avengers is. We've entered the Endgame now. Yeah. All right, guys. That's what we're talking about tonight. We'll be talking about that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, buddy, Jeff. How are you? Oh, man, it's the best day. It, uh, it, today is the well, best day? Or it was the, the best day. The dropping of the trailer, because we haven't gotten The dropping the, of the trailer was the best day. Yeah, when the, the day this came out was amazing. I, I, I'm sad that we haven't been able to get together sooner to talk about this, but we're going to do it now. Um, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, so what are your general uh, thoughts on this trailer, man? Initial thoughts, I lost my damn mind. Yeah. Um, the day that it, the day that it came out, I actually, uh, like, I had it, you know, I watched it and I had a department wide meeting at work. Like, all of IT was in this meeting and I was presenting something and I, I could not. <laughs> like, I, I was just mm. like, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, Azure, um, is a cloud. Uh, Avengers and uh, uh, like yeah, it was hard. It was hard to focus that. on anything all day. It was. It's really. It overshadows you. This trailer. Um, for me, it's this entire trailer is about Tony on that ship. Yeah. Tony recording a message for Pepper Potts. It, it just like sucks you into the world, into the character, into like the heart of the story, uh, in a way that I just wasn't expecting. I, I should have known better. I should have known better. But my 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 thinking is, oh, this is this is the culmination of this ten years of storytelling. It's going to be flashy and bangy and have all kinds of you know explosions in it. But no, it was such a small, isolated story. You know. Yeah, it's it's going to be sad. It's going to be heart-wrenching the entire time. And that's exactly what happened in the first. Like, that that part with Tony lasted a minute. That was a yeah. solid minute of this two-minute trailer. What's well, the thing? And I don't think we've seen anything from past the, like, 15-minute mark of this movie. Maybe. I mean, sure, maybe. Like, obviously, that like shot of Hawkeye's Ronan... Uh, Oh god. Could could be from further out or something but like I think this is just how the movie starts and and that and that's amazing to me that you can have such a uh big film that we're just now getting a trailer for um and just now finding the name out this late in the game and like we still don't know what the major thrust of the movie is going to be. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And I think they're they're holding it close to the chest on purpose, you know. Oh yeah, they they have to. Um, just because, like, this, the, the events that happened in, in Avengers 3 in Infinity War were so just universe shattering. The cinematic universe was shattered, torn asunder, if you will, in half almost. And for them to just drop that bomb and then end the movie is, like, monumental and, like, just destructive on a on a huge level. Yeah. So, wh- how do you follow that? I don't know how much we've talked about it, but this is clearly to me this is the Empire Strikes Back of our time. Yeah. Like yeah. like yeah. Of Infinity War. Uh, that is the Luke. I am your father. Like the the entire universe 
disappear, half the universe disappearing. <laughs> Luke, that, I am your father. Yeah. Should have gone for the head. They're synonymous at this right. point. Yeah. Oh man. So good. So good. Um, so, uh, what's the, what's the biggest thing you learned in this trailer that interests you? Oh God. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot to focus on. There is. And we go uh, shot by shot for sure. The God, the imagery is, there's so much symbolism in there. You know, what was, what was really surprising is that it looks like Thor is in a cell. And it looks like he's really just it does depressed look like he, it in a cell. Like he's on the raft. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. I don't know that that's right. I don't know that's where he is, but it looked like he was on the raft, which I, I don't know why he would be in a cell unless he just like went crazy after he failed. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it looks like he's just sitting there chomping on the guilt. Yeah. Yeah, and and they all are. Everyone everyone failed in one way or the other. And 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 it led to this. Everyone refused to make the sacrifice that was necessary um in a timely fashion to stop this world <laughs> world destroying event or whatever. Timely fashion. Um uh yeah, it, this movie's going to have a lot of time involved, I believe. What um my biggest my biggest revelation is that Shuri's missing. Yeah. That is the one that we just didn't know. And uh, the thing is, there's three people. They show three people that are missing: uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man, uh, just to hit us in the feels. Um, again, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> and and then we get Paul Rudd. We we know that Ant Man is still around. We just don't know where. We we know where. They don't. Um, but then Shuri's missing, and it makes me feel like she's either one of those two things. She's either disappeared, or she's also doing something in secret. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. It, it would be weird to me that they they have her disappear and didn't show it. Like, I feel like that, that should have been shown if she's going to be gone. Yeah, I mean, she's such a major player in the, in the Black Panther uh, side, like the Black Panther realm of this verse. Right. Uh, it, she's such a major player that she's one that you would think that they would show her going away. Yeah. The other thing is, and this is not 100%, but the the line where it says, we've lost family, and then it cuts to Ronan. Oh, God. Clint Barton yep. as Ronan. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he lost his family, which... Or at least a portion of his family. But I'm assuming all of it, because otherwise I think he would have stayed and took taken care of his family. Um, yeah. But, like, he took a deal. He took a deal to stay out of things so that he could be there with his family. Like, after Civil yeah. War. Um, and then, because he's, he's also got to be blaming himself. Because he took that deal and stayed out of things, he's got to be believing that, like, his family disappeared. Because he wasn't there. Yeah. He was because he wasn't there. He wasn't able to take part and do his part to stop Thanos. Yeah, God, that's that's incredible. Like he, uh, everyone in this story is going to be dealing with uh, the horrible things that they feel like they're, they're they've done that they're responsible for. And you know, the only person who seemed to look sort of comfortable, I thought, was Natasha. Um, she 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 looked upset 
to see Ronan in the state he was in, uh, Clint Barton in the state he was in, but like she didn't look nearly as broken as everyone else. And I feel like that's because she's used to the moral ambiguity of having made horrible choices. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. she's a little more used to, uh, horrible things happening and having to see horrible things. And so, um, everyone else looks completely destroyed. Yeah, you know, I, I want to say, though, that at the minute 15 mark, when she's saying that uh, Thanos did exactly what he set out to do, and he destroyed 50% of all life, like, she looks like she's having a really hard time reconciling that. Like, she's putting on a brave face, but it is cracking. Right. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't see that as much. To me, she sounded, and maybe it is the brave face, but to me, she sounded the most... I guess, I guess that's the thing. Normally they all put on brave faces, uh, and everyone else is so destroyed they can't. <laughs> and maybe she's just a little stronger because of her experiences. Yeah. Um, either way you want to look at that, like, she just seems to be a little more together than the rest of the team that has been just torn asunder I- internally. Yeah. Um, you want to get down to this, uh, shot by shot breakdown? Oh yeah, man. All right. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, first shot we get is a shot of Iron Man's uh face armor <laughs> sort of helmet. His helmet, yeah. It's about half of the helmet. Well, here's the thing that I noticed uh I'm noticing now and I've noticed on the s- subsequent watches. At first I thought that was just a lot of damage on the helmet from the yeah. battle with Thanos, but Looking closer, it looks a little more like it was deconstructed, as if he's like trying to either work on it or working on a solution to the problem, maybe. I think it's just, uh, he, he put together what was necessary, like the necessary systems, because, you know, it's, it's the nanotech. So it looks like he put together the necessary parts for the helmet to kind of, you know, be a recorder in that moment. The message. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, to me it looks it looks like he's yeah, I guess it is the nanotech suit, so that doesn't really make sense, but it looks like almost like he's working on it to me. Um and but again, him recording this message, the line uh it's always you. I, I oh god. When, when, so when heart-wrenching. I, when I fall asleep, I'll dream of you. It's always you. It's just so good. Uh and the uh oh man, like 21 seconds in, because, you know, he's like, he leans back, his food and water uh, ran out four days ago, mm-hmm. which is Thor's fault, by the way, because he took the food. That's right. I love that. I've seen, I've seen a lot of memes going around of, like, shop side by side of Thor taking the food and then him talking about how there's no food left. <laughs> <laughs> Thor being a bad roommate again. Yep. Uh, you know, it's funny, though. Uh, like... Before Civil War came out, like just over uh, two years ago, well, almost three years ago at this point, uh, Robert Downey Jr. tweeted, join Team Iron Man, like join hashtag Team Iron Man, we have snacks. (laughs) Apparently that didn't work out. That's amazing. (laughs) Gorgeous shot. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to point out about that gorgeous shot of, of the ship in space, it looks a lot like a sparrow. Right. Like, it's it's got that outline of a sparrow, and that holds uh, some weight in, in like, from maritime uh, ventures. Like, apparently, sailors used to get tattoos of sparrows 
because if you saw a sparrow on your voyage, then that means that your journey is almost over. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that that is that that's pretty rough. Uh, if that's if that's the symbolism here, um, yep. but it also just looks like any old bird. I mean, it looks like a bird. Mm, nah, that looks exactly like a sparrow. <laughs> um, the 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 thing like the line that he gives though uh, that lines up with this perfectly though is um, p- the part of the journey is the end. Yeah. Really, really, I, I'm I'm loving the. Uh, the beauty that they have maintained, the beauty of space. Like, James Gunn directing Guardians, like, gave them a blueprint for what space should look like. Um, and it, and it's just so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So gorgeous. So we get like a full minute almost. There's like 50 something seconds of him just talking to his helmet. <laughs> and it's just like, that's, that's a bold way to start what is probably going to be the biggest a blockbuster of the year, um, a bold way to start that trailer. Very, yeah. very bold. I, I love it so much. But I mean, you've got to think about it. Like from a from a uh, a business standpoint, they're leaning on their their biggest money maker for that full minute. Sure, like it. It's absolutely makes sense. Like Tony Stark is the one that started it. RDJ has basically carried this entire verse on his shoulders for a little bit until, you know, everybody started getting more into the other characters too. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people, Tony Stark is their conduit into this, this universe. So he's carrying a lot of that weight. That's absolutely true. The, the thing, the thing that it highlights to me is what Marvel's done with this, decade of storytelling and they have focused on the characters and they're continuing to focus on the characters. Um, oh yeah. A lesser, a lesser, uh, franchise would have just shown things blowing up, but they, they, they had the, <laughs> they had the wherewithal to just like start it slow, start it somber. And I'm sure, you know, that's the thing. The, the people that are going to go see this cause of the blow, blow em ups, are gonna, they're not gonna care about the trailer right now. They're gonna care about it a couple weeks before when they're showing these TV spots. And sure, they're gonna release some trailers that are just like, boom, boom, pow, uh, you know, explosion, explosion. But that, and that's for kind of the mass audience. But like, they, they've trained their audience to, to focus on the characters. And I, I love what Marvel's done with movies. I, I always hear in, people complain about Marvel movies and how formulaic and how um, how the, the franchise model that they're creating is kind of hurting other films, but like the movies themselves, have they've just done such a good job of focusing on character and building an audience that is truly invested um, in good storytelling. And I, I just can't wait, man. This, is, this movie looks awesome. Yep, yep. So, right after... Tony finishes his monologue and turns his helmet off. We get the shot, uh, the heart wrenching, the gut wrenching shot of uh, the the logo of Marvel Studios. Ten mm-hmm. years getting dusted. Yep, turned to ash. 
just you know to drive home the point that like the last thing they did was kill half of everybody yeah, it's such a cruel that when when avengers i think it said like avengers will return or something like that in the movie theater and it then it dusted at the end yeah right that was the cruelest cruelest thing I, I, I watch them in multiple theaters and every time everyone like booed that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I was sitting like in awe, in shock when that came up and yeah. somebody a couple of seats down from me was just like too soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best too soon joke. That's great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So after we get that, um, that the title of the studio, uh, we sh- were shown Thanos's armor, which we, which eagle-eyed viewers will have caught from the uh, first movie. There's a little shot of it, uh, Thanos's armor, but now we get the full armor as a scarecrow. Yeah, just sitting as a scarecrow in front of his little thatched roof cottage, looking out over a thankful universe. Yep, and. Uh, you know, it's obvious Thanos is, or it's obviously Thanos walking through a field because he's a farmer now. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know, you see the gauntlet, but. Which immediately the, reminds me of Gladiator. Um, right? A Gladiator oh my walking through the field, yes. touching the tops of the wheat, uh, and it would like remind him of going home and. Uh, yeah, this immediately. <laughs> we should just that. replace replace the music in this part, so it's not like da 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 da. da uh, but instead, do like the gladiator theme. Yeah, where it's like would absolutely yep. work. <laughs> so, like as he's walking by, kind of brushing things, it looks like he's. I don't know. His gait is is a little weird. Like he's kind of stumbling almost, and his gauntlet looks burned yeah like very well, much it, burned it was uh in in at the end of avengers infinity war you could see it was all burned out yeah it looked like it was just burned and fused to his hand from the look of it yeah i wonder since at it's still end. on if it is fused to his hand <laughs> he's um, just like yep this is my hand now <laughs> and, and and i also wonder if it still works like does he still have all the stones in it is he still an all-powerful being like these are questions i have <laughs> Yeah, these are questions that are very important. Did burning out the gauntlet, does that destroy the power of the stones? Did he, like, use up the Infinity Stones' power? And if so, should they be called Infinity Stones? Because <laughs> they were finite, if that's the case. Yeah, I think that's clear. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't get to see the stones, though. His, his hand doesn't turn yeah. enough to see them. Which I think is intentional. I think we're not supposed to know what his power level is at this point he's also apparently uh growing a crop of audrey twos <laughs> anybody nobody no. L- little shop of horrors the little monster plant <laughs> oh okay looks looks like that's what he's growing in his little garden okay i Which, just chalked it up to alien vegetables no yeah that's what it is i mean that's what uh that's what audrey two was <laughs> that's a, fair. A, a mean green mother from outer space <laughs> And it was bad. There's going to be at least one person that messages us to talk about how great that reference was. Yeah. And I really want you to cling to that person. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Just like, <laughs> that person is not me. Uh, I am not the person who understands or cares about your Little Shop of Horrors reference. I like Little Shop of Horrors. Just oh, it's so good. Not enough to reference it like that. One of That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. 
It's it's great. It's so good. <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, I know I'm not. I know I'm not the only one, but I feel like I've shown it to a lot of people over the years that hadn't seen it, and they were like, "I don't get it." <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand how you don't understand this. This is so. <laughs> how good. is this not the greatest thing ever? Um, so we get a shot next of the Avengers uh, compound. Yeah, the upstate New York facility. Yeah, which I've seen pointed out online that it looks overgrown a bit. Does it? Yeah, like the grass is not as well tended to as in most shots of this. Uh, of this, it, it looks like it's uh, in falling into disrepair. According to some online sources, I don't know. I don't know if I see it. I do see that the grass looks a little uneven or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean. When, you know, the world has half the gardeners left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all this is. It's not a it's not a thing about the Avengers stuff falling into disrepair. It's just that half the gardeners exist now. So, yeah, like yeah. only only half of the landscaping specialists exist in the world now. Yeah, that, that's a that, good point. You know. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's true or... If that's uh, if that's wishful thinking for a future storyline, which I still, I was I'm still expecting a little bit, and I don't know. Now, based on this trailer, I don't think that's probably happening anymore. Um, we've 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 theorized a lot about there being a jump forward in time, and I don't know that this trailer. Uh, yeah, this trailer doesn't really doesn't really give us that mm-hmm. um, that kind of insight. It I mean, does when not. we saw Thor, his hair was still super short. Um, oh, yeah. Nothing in this trailer has happens much later than like a week or two after. It seems like, yeah, that's the look of it. Uh, other than the very end of it, which I mean, we don't know when that happens yet. But we'll. Do, I feel like we need an extra spoiler alert because some some internet sleuths uh, did some work on the trailer to figure out what was going on with that Paul Rudd scene. Oh yeah, yeah, man scene. Have you not heard all this theory theorizing? I have not. I've been studying for my uh, for my exam. Okay. Well, we're going to save it for the spoiler time. Okay. Uh, because it is, if it's true, it is an extra. It is. I don't think it was intended to be. Maybe it was. You know, Marvel knows better than to put anything in their trailers that isn't supposed to be seen. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a spoiler section. Um, <laughs> so let's see what else we got here. We got a crying Captain America. Without his beard. Without his beard. So this this has to be... I doubt he came home from a battle with Thanos and immediately shaved. Like, this isn't hours <laughs> after. This is, this like, is days this after. This beard got in the way. I have to get rid of it. Yeah. His <laughs> Thor's great failure is not going for the head. Um, Tony's, you know, uh, Star Lord's great failure is, is 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 attacking Thanos when he shouldn't have, and slash not killing Gamora. Um, all, they all had great failures. Uh, Ronan's great failure is not joining in the fight. Um, Cap's great failure is f- for refusing to shave for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems canon. That's that's. That seems right. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to see his face. I, I loved the beard. I really did. But I'm glad to see Captain America's face. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it looks just you know it brings back that uh, that good old Cap from uh, the Winter Soldier, especially uh, since in this trailer he put on that stealth suit again. Yeah, yeah. He's back to his old back to his old suit. Yeah, that stealth suit from the beginning of Winter Soldier is, uh, I like that suit, like, a lot. It's a nice, nice suit. Yeah, man, it's a good suit. So, let's see. 
after Cap is crying, we get Natasha saying that Thanos wiped out 50% of all life. And she does look very upset. Yeah. I mean, it's an upsetting thing to have to yeah. tell people. And then we get, like, like I said to me, which is the biggest shocking revelation of this trailer, uh, Shuri is missing. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it like it took me a couple of a uh, couple of watches on the trailer to actually catch that because I was you know so focused on Scott Lang in the foreground and how uh, Bruce Banner was reacting to that, and I was right. you know like it doesn't make sense that Bruce Banner would be reacting to Scott Lang because they didn't ever meet. Well, I think it was just him. I, they're cycling through, and I think it's just him reacting to everything. Just everyone yeah. like it's just probably uh, you know it's like one of those little photo displays that you put on your desk and it changes photos every few seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like one of those frames except it's yeah. people who are dead. Yeah, and and he's and he's in there watching all these people that are missing, and he's going, he's going, how big is the flash drive you plugged into this thing? Yeah, the weight, the so weight many of it pictures. All, the weight of it all is hitting him. You know. Yeah. Uh, then we get a, a shot of a hanger, and I wonder. There's almost there's nothing notable to me about this hanger well it's the avengers hanger right i, I know um, that but and it's you know it's where you know cap and and everybody came in after uh age of ultron and he almost said you know avengers assemble okay so it's the training room or at least where right they ta- where they talked about training um so that okay that 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 is something more about that shot um <laughs> <laughs> it might be in disrepair i don't know yeah, yeah. Well, it is. I can't really it tell. Is the point of I, th- I think if if that's the case, the point is there's like all this construction equipment and things in the middle of the room. It seems like it's not and there's being no used for its purpose. Yeah, that's that's the, I think the key. So okay, so it seems like they're trying to drive home the idea that uh, everything is. We've vacant. got these. We've got these big, wide open spaces and nobody to put them in. Or yeah, put in them. Then we get that out of Thor we mentioned earlier. Uh, Thor apparently still has that eye. Yeah, he does. I like that they're sticking with that. They're not like fixing it to where, you know, he said, like, oh, we changed the color and your fake eye. Right. <clears throat> you can still tell that he is missing that. That's fun. I like that a yep. lot. And then we find out the nebula is still, is actually on the ship, which I, which is one thing I thought was strange that he's floating through space because we know that he was left there with the pilot. And at the first scene, it seemed like they were going to go with, he was by himself, but I wonder how long he's been on that ship and how well he knows Nebula. Like it'd be weird if Tony Stark and Nebula are like tight now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, that Nebula is going to, you know, give him the rundown on Thanos and everything that Thanos has done. And, you know, he's going to have, a lot more, uh, a lot more insight into his enemy, you know. Yeah, and assuming he survives the trip home because he has to, um, he's going to have a lot more intel and and be able to maybe you know rally everybody together and, and formulate a good plan. Right, absolutely. And Nebula, it, it puts her hand on his shoulder. At least it seems like that's what's going on. I don't know if that's weird editing, but it looks like uh, <laughs> Nebula is putting her hand on Tony's shoulder, which yeah. to me seems like they have a relationship, like they've been on this thing a while. Yeah, it looks kind of like a uh, like a goodbye, uh, you know, like touch your shoulder, like you know, farewell. I'm yeah. out. Throw up them deuces. Oh, take, you know. Uh, we were talking about the food being missing because of Thor earlier. He also took the escape pod. 
Yeah, he did. So that's the other thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Thor is very responsible for Tony having no way out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. Yep. And then probably one of the weightiest lines in the thing is we a lot we lost friends, we lost family, and then it cuts to Clint Barton as Ronan. Being oh, a badass wiping with the, sword. the blood off of his sword. Yeah. Bunch of dead, you know, Yakuza or whatever on the ground. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and he says and Cap says we lost a part of ourselves. Yeah. Oh as he pulls the hood off and ah. Oh, I, uh, you know what? A lot of people had just kind of like poo pooed Hawkeye, and like whenever you didn't see him in Infinity War, people were like, ah, no big loss. Because, you know, he's not that helpful. He's got a fucking bow and arrow. Who cares? Right. But like th- his emotional weight in this scene, in this shot, even, without even saying a word, is just so huge. Yeah. Like, Renner's killing He's it. got so much. That he's just bringing to the table here without even talking. Yeah. Oh, God. I still, I'm so scared that we're going to get a shot of, like, Natasha walking up to, to you know, the Barton family farm and open the door. And you're just going to see, like, an ash, cover, or ash, you know, covered room, ash floating in the room. Mm, well, I and think, he's just going to be sitting in the middle of it. I think we'll definitely know that. Oh man, that's rough. That's rough. I don't think that's the case because I think Natasha in that scene, I think that's her finding him. I think he's he's on a mission, whatever mission he could take to do whatever he could do. And so like he may not be able to stop Thanos, but he can go like stop the Yakuza, whatever they're doing. <laughs> you know, like so he's just yeah. I think he's like on a war path. Uh maybe he has no solid mission, so he's just like gone back to shield or whatever and looking for a mission or maybe he thinks he's on some some sort of quest to stop Thanos but um i think this is Natasha going to him and he's on some other some other kind of quest and she's saying hey it's it's time for you to come in we we need your help we we have a plan to try to bring them all back yeah to give her to give him hope but also to put him on the right mission and i i, I don't know man that's i still think that he's probably uh, gonna be in this in this group of, you know, I lost everything because the bad people were allowed to live, so I'm gonna kill the bad people. I I think that that's the group that he's gonna be a part of in this. Sure, absolutely. Um, next shot we have is Captain America saying, "This is the fight of our lives," and looking down at his uh, compass that has a picture of Peggy Carter in it. Um, which I love. I love that Peggy Carter is in there. I find it a little disconcerting since he's been dating Sharon as far as we know. (laughs) (laughs) If Sharon's even still around. Right. No, we'll see. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe when I saw that, when I saw that at first, I didn't see it up close and I was wondering if that was a picture of Sharon, uh, at first or, or if it was a picture of Peggy, I couldn't tell from whatever screen I watched it on the first time. And, uh, I was like, but now, I don't know. It just seems strange. Like if Sharon is or is not still around, it's just kind of weird to date your your uh, ex girlfriend's niece or whatever, <laughs> or grandniece or grand-niece. whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. is, it's like an awkward thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if they've just dropped that storyline completely. I don't know what the deal is with her. Where Sharon's yeah. at? And <sighs> so funny. He, he closes well. That's the same compass that he was, um, he was seen using in 
all the footage from the first Captain America movie. Yeah. He puts it on the 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 dashboard while he's talking to her and crashes the plane, which I don't know if we've seen it since then. Have we? I don't think so. So I think it made me, my immediate mind went to, how did he get that off the bottom of the frozen ocean or whatever he was (laughs) from that great glacier? Did the people, I guess maybe the people that found him, uh, especially if Colson was there, we're like, I'm a big fan of his, and he's a, <laughs> and Peggy Carter knows him. I better pick up this compass. <laughs> that probably means something. I think it's kind of cool that he still has it. Yeah, very cool. I don't, I don't know where it would have been because, like, you know, when you crash, things that aren't secured go places. Yeah, and he and just had it like sitting on the dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> he just had it sitting on the dash. Like that hula girl is gone, sir. <laughs> Peggy Carter, hula girl. I um, want, I need that now. I need oh, that dude, dashboard ornament. Like that is Peggy the, Carter as a hula girl. That is the best idea. Uh, <laughs> like, either, and her either, hair fits that style perfectly. Either, either an actual Peggy Carter, like, like in the red dress and everything, kind of bouncing around, or conversely, just that uh, a mock-up of that stopwatch on a spring <laughs> that you could like. <laughs> Put on your dashboard so you are Captain America. That's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our next uh, round of merch, right? After we finish this this glasses run. Yeah, yeah, um, that would be so good. Uh, that's so funny. So after we get him closing the compass, um, I don't up? know what that what that's going to signify. Him closing the compass like that, like maybe well, maybe he's. It's done more with the past. It's more about him looking at the compass. I think it's. I think it's him uh, looking at the kind of love of his life that he was still in communication with up until the end, and saying, you know, like, and she, she, what does she mean to him? And I, and I think the 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 thing that she means most recently, at least, was that speech in Civil War about planting yourself like a tree. Yeah, by the river moving. of truth. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is a different, but I think he's just, it's, it, I think at this point she represents sort of a bit of grit in his life. Like, uh, I don't care that it's all over. I'm going to fight anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, Peggy would have still fought. Yeah. I'm going to fight. We're going to keep fighting. Yeah. And then, uh, Natasha still blonde haired says, this is going to work, Steve. And he says, I know it is because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Oh man, and the, look, the oh, look on his face too. The look on his face. That man is such a good actor. Like he's bringing out every emotion in me possible. Yeah, it's All great, at the same man. Time. It's great. <laughs> I'm so pumped about this movie. I yep. can't believe it's coming so quick. Like they've got me so spoiled for <laughs> for you know things. Uh, I I'm so spoiled. Um, the fact that we're getting like three of these movies a year is just so amazing. Yep. I don't yep. think I'm going to have, if they ever go back to just like not making this many movies that I want, like I'm going to be very upset about it. Yeah. If they go back to one a year, I'm just going to riot. Yeah. I'm just going to start rioting. Like, and, and the fact that one a year is even a thing is like a huge change from everything we knew before. Like the, the biggest like superhero franchise, the most recent superhero franchises like the dark Knight franchise, they came out with a movie like every three or four years. <laughs> it's like insane yeah. that we're down up to three a year. The, 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 like, the, the speed they're coming out with these and the quality is amazing. Yeah. yeah they're like with the, with the movie franchises that are, 
uh, I don't want to say fledgling, but the ones that are kind of like, all right, let's put this one out and see if people like it, and then we'll make another one. Like, those are, you know, they're coming out every two years at most. Like, uh, for instance, the Fantastic Beasts movie, the first one came out two years ago, and then Crimes Grindelwald came out this year. It's kind of like they're they're testing the waters on every single movie, and Marvel's just like, now nah, we got this. Yeah, like <laughs> they made dumping them out. They're making decisions and sticking with them, which is an amazing thing to do, and to be making so many good decisions. Uh, it's really, it's really impressive. Um, yeah. So then, our title screen. Um, there's a lot going on in this title screen. First there off, really is. We have the Avengers A reforming, coming together as if it has been destroyed and reforming itself, which is super. You know, interesting, uh, given that we know that all of our characters just did the same. But it, it, <laughs> it comes together, but it never fully forms, which show, show, is still showing all the cracks Yeah, uh, in this. Uh, oh, also, God. We also have this ring, which I think is supposed to be reminiscent of those sky rings from Infinity War. Oh, you mean the space donuts? Yeah, the space donuts. So we got we got we have an Avengers space donut in the background. And then of course, we get our title Endgame. Yep. The the ring though to me mm-hmm. with the way that it's shifting and and kind of going along with the theory that there's going to be time travel involved makes me think that this is a time portal uh type look. You know, especially with the light behind the A, like the the A being backlit, kind of at a central point within the ring, and the light coming around everything like that. Yeah. And the if you look like at the Avengers name, like that in the like in the N and the G, it looks a lot like that could be some other Something that looks like a place almost, kind of like a a field. What's interesting to me about it is it looks, if you look at like the G and the N, it looks like you can see the A from the, from like the A is continuing in the back of the N, the N and the G. You see that? Yeah. Like the triangle continues. But inside the A, there's more going on, almost as if you're looking through a window to like an alternate reality. Or Or maybe the past. Or the past. Um, or something like that, which, yeah, so all that's, I don't know, man. There's so much going on. So much going on. Um, (laughs) okay. So then we get, of course, our last scene. Hi, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at the airport in Germany. Um, yeah. So this is a really fun, it's a great way to end the trailer because it shows that they're not going to be so dire the whole time. Yeah. Um, The, the look, like the way that he's standing where he's got his arms out and he's kind of half-ass goofy grinning. And he's just like, I, I know you know Ant-Man. I know you know that. Like that yeah. shot I've seen on the internet all over. Just like that's used to, to say like who you thought was going to save everything in the Marvel universe. And it's got Captain Marvel looking all badass. And then it's like, who's actually going to do it? And then it's Scott Lang standing here. Yeah. Looking like a damned idiot. That's great. I yeah. love. I love that. Coming out in April. In April. April 20... uh, Let me find the calendar. 26th. April 26th. 
Now, originally it was announced that this, that, uh, Avengers Endgame, or well, Avengers 4 at the time, uh, was gonna come out May 3rd, but now they said April, and they're doing the exact same thing that they had done on the last one on Infinity War, where they bumped it up a week. It's actually coming out April 26th, uh, and that's been confirmed by the posters that have been dropped, which have a very similar, you know, A being reconstructed. Yeah. Okay, so you want to get into... So I, we, we, we discussed every shot in the trailer now. Uh, anything else you want to say before we go into, like, a spoiler discussion? Nah, man, tell me your theories. Well, this Give isn't it. my theory. This has been floating around the internet. Okay. Um, and, it, and it took some, like, serious, like, enhancement. I don't even think you can really see it in the shot. Um, so what do you think is going on in that last scene? He's at the door, right? That's what it makes it seem like. This is a spoiler alert, by the way, because if this is true, it's pretty uh, it's pretty revealing of part of the plot. But if it's not, it may just not be. It may just be straight up bullshit. Um, but I but I find it interesting. Um, you are you looking at this? Look at the shot at two o eight. The big where shot. He's big shot of him waving. Where he's waving. Yeah. So you see him waving. Oh, so, hold up. The wall behind that is the same wall where Thor is sitting. You're right. Yep, that's a that's that's a good catch. So that's not a prison cell. Okay? That's good to know. He is just in Avengers headquarters. Well, that Although there's there's a weird there. grate on that. <laughs> there's a weird grate on that on that window there. Though. Right. Well, th- th- I think, but only on one side, though. I don't think it's. I don't think it's prison. It oh, also yeah. just has a bunch of office chairs in there. It looks yeah. like it looks like that's not a prison. It's Avengers Tower or Avengers Compound. But here's here's what's interesting. So this looks like he's at the door, right? Like this. Uh, is, it looks like he's at a front gate. Yeah. Yeah. This is Captain America's ring doorbell or whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yep. But what? Um, what has got people on the internet freaking out about it, you know, he says, is this old video? Because he thinks it's old video and you're, but the joke, the joke in the trailer is supposed to be, um, the joke in the trailer is that it's, it's not, of course it's not old video. You're an old man. Uh, you're not understanding this technology. Uh, but if you look at the footage in the top left hand corner, Mm Hmm. It says archive. Yeah. And then just to the left of that, a bunch of people did a bunch of enhancement, and it's a little unclear, but it looks like it says 1983. What? Yeah. So that's what's got a lot of people theorizing on the internet. Uh, that this, that they, they played with the dialogue a little bit to, to be misleading. But the reason he asks, is this old footage? Is because they're watching footage from 1983, back when this was a Howard Stark facility. And we know that Ant-Man knows where this facility is, and this might be where he would come if he was trying to reach out to whoever's in charge back in 1983. (laughs) Because he came here to fight Falcon... And, 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 uh, Michael Douglas Ant-Man told him, Hank Pym told him that this is, this is an old Stark facility. This is an old Stark facility. Be so this could used. be, this could be him going, reaching out to Stark. He also knows that Ant-Man used to work or, or a lot of Ant-Man stuff was stored here. 
Um, so he might be going, he says, you know, Ant-Man, I know you know that. He might be reaching out to people in 1983 to try to find Hank Pym. Or he might be trying to uh, reach out to Howard Stark or whoever um, at this, this Stark facility in 1983. That's the theory that's bouncing around. Oh, man, that's that's deep. Right? That's pretty fun. <laughs> so it's super hidden, but if you look in the top left-hand corner, you can kind of read 1983 Archive. And so it looks like this is not the silly joke when he says, is this old footage? Uh, he's not an old, he's not just an old man being old man cap. He is possibly the, he's possibly not going, is this old footage? Cause Ant-Man's disappeared and is dead. He's going, is this old footage? Cause Ant-Man shouldn't even be alive in 1983. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So the, she said that's the front door. But then she didn't say anything else. I'm betting in the movie that she's going to say, that's the front door in 1983. Right. It's very possible this is like a package that they received from, like, who knows? Like, maybe they, have you ever seen Back to the Future 3? (laughs) Yeah. Or 2. It's actually at the end of 2. It's at the end of 2 and the beginning of 3. Uh Marty McFly uh, takes off in the on the DeLorean, and it uh, a lightning strike happens, and his 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 DeLorean disappears. And at that exact moment, a truck pulls up, and this man in a mysterious outfit gets out, and he walks up to Doc Brown. It's, I love this scene so much. He walks up to Doc Brown, and he says, "I've got a package for you," and it's a little like ominous. And they're like, "He's like, what is it?" He's like, I didn't think you'd even actually be here. We've got a betting pool oh, going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. No, no, that was the Western Union guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a Western <clears throat> Union employee comes to deliver a package. He's like, I'm from Western Union. This package was sent to you. It was to, we were told to be here at this exact time on this exact date, but we were told to do that 200 years ago or whatever. <laughs> yep. And it turns out that Marty, when the, whatever, he gets hit by lightning and he gets sent back to the old West and he sends Doc a package from the future, from the past so that Doc knows where he is. Um, but I love it because this, this, this could be what they're getting. They could be getting a, a package sent from Hank Pym or like from possibly Hank Pym. And you know, it could be, it could be that this whole package, uh, came through Peggy. That, that may be why he's looking at the watch. Cause like, what if Scott Lang goes into this facility, finds Peggy Carter, who we know was working with both Hank Pym and Howard Stark at this time period. Um, she she gets she she they find out what's all's happening and then they send a package to the future because they know that they can't deal with this problem until it happens because they can't like mess with the time stream or something. Oh my so god! They, and then that that would link up to why Hank Pym was watching Scott Lang so much. And yeah, like oh, in would. that first movie, that's why he's he's so interested in him. Oh like, man! Other than that's the, gonna be, the, the, just got chills thinking about that. That's awesome. <laughs> Because it didn't make a lot of sense why he would be, why he would like hire a guy who just tried to steal from him. Like that didn't really make sense in that first movie. But it does if he's got video of him from 1983 being Ant Man. Oh my god! I love it so much. I love it so much. Oh my god! (laughs) Time travel is so good. 
<laughs> like what, what what if he just just like they've they've been working on it and like they don't want to mess up the time stream or don't want to like break the space-time continuum so it's something that peggy never told cap and what it, what it, what if we actually get like a video recording from peggy to cap like telling him all this stuff and we get like that emotional moment of like i had to hide this from you even when you came back maybe she knew he was coming back because ant-man told her like ah. Oh man, this could be this could be amazing shit, man. Oh, and, and then like we're in and, and she would say, but oh yeah, and then she would say something along the lines of like, "I wish I could be there when they get you out," because I would I can't wait to see you again or anything like that. Yeah, but then by the time oh. she gets out, she's she's got Alzheimer's or whatever. Oh, oh man. man, gah! Like we get a 1983 Peggy Carter like talking to cap like that would be so amazing uh and then also oh, i'm sorry sorry also howard stark uh because he would not be dead at that time frame right exactly so all the, we, we could get like this like cool super team up in the past between this could be this all these events could be what leads to the rift between hank pym and howard stark because they were working together at that point this this all could lead to the, some of that stuff that that, we, that caused the rifts in the beginning of Ant Man. Mm. What year was that uh, at the that beginning was, of Ant Man? Do we know? Uh, Nineteen ninety. Okay, man. So it's shortly after. Hmm. Maybe maybe they fit. Maybe like Howard Stark and Peggy think that they have to leave a message, and then Hank Pym's like, "No, we have to like we have to we need to stop try to stop Thanos now." Um, you know, like th- there's all kinds of cool shit they can oh, do sorry. with this. I love it. It's 1989. Okay, so even closer, 1989, and this was this is possibly in 1983. Um, and the, the fa- I love the fact they've done so much to conceal this though, because they have him in this old van, but that's just like, is, it, is I don't know if that's the same old van that he drives around in in the movies. It looks like, it looks like Luis's van. Yeah. What if he's like gone to Luis's father and borrowed the same van? Like this is all possible. Oh, it is God. all very possible. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I can't handle it. It's too much. I, I love that you hadn't heard that theory. Cause that's super great. Um, all right. Well, that is rampant speculation time here at the, oh, it's not the same van. Oh my god! Oh, it's, it's not, not the same up. van. That's even better. Hold up! Hold up! Oh no! <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at a at a picture of when uh, when we first saw Luis when he was at the the San Quentin visitors area picking up Scott. It is the same van, but it's not as run down. Oh, is it and not it, really? And it's got a bush guard on it. That's awesome. So it is. Very possible this is a previous timeline for this van. <laughs> or, and here's another theory, the, the last thing we saw was the time, or the, the, uh, quantum realm portal was in that van. So yep. it's possible that they used the technology in that van to travel it through time. Uh, that is another possible well, answer for why that van is there. Janet did say, Watch out for time vortexes. Yes, I know. I know. Was it time eddies or vortexes? Was it vortexes? It was vortexes. Okay, I had eddies in my head. Um, yeah, so 
a little stronger. So that's the thing. So yeah, like I think he ran into a time vortex. Uh, maybe he was stuck in there so long he decided that was his only option, and he went through a time vortex and ended up in 1983. And so this is like a recorded message from Scott Lang, probably uh, Peggy Carter, which gives you like can you can't you imagine this scene happens? They get a recorded message from Peggy Carter, Howard Stark and Scott Lang and possibly Hank Pym and then they like he's standing there thinking about what he's got to do based on the message and he's like flips open that compass and looks at it because he's like thinking about his girl you know oh man I love it I love this theory we don't know if it's true that could just be him at the gate but the fact that it says archive even if it's not 1983 even if it's a different year it says archive on it so Yes, that's true. That's true. Hold on, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the post credit scene right now from Ant Man. Oh yeah, to see if it's uh, the same van or looks similar. Okay, so it is it is a bit more spruced up in the uh, the end of Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, it's you know it's cleaner. They've repainted it and everything. Um, but the the important thing from uh, the Avengers Endgame trailer is that in the in the two minute ten second range, you can see where it says X Con on the side of the van, like X dash Con, right. and that's that's the the company name that Louise had for their security company, and it says that on the on the van uh, in the you know end credit scene. Right, and that same label, it looks like that same label is on, yeah, you, you, yeah, it, it is, it is on the, the, the one in the video as well, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that XCON label is on the van in the 1983 footage, and it's on the van at the end of, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, so if, if, that is old footage. It looks like they had to time travel the van as well. Yeah, I think the the van would have gone. Okay, gotcha. So to oh, me, man. that makes it a little less likely because I don't know about them using the van as a DeLorean. But although I would love that, <laughs> um, I'm real down with uh, time travel that you have to go 88 miles per hour to achieve. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So good. So exciting. You know? So exciting. Oh my god. See, now I'm gonna have to, like, pick apart everything and rewatch all the movies and be like, how is this affected by, by you know, previous events in 1989 or 1983? Like, yeah. Oh if, if, if this is the case, and I, I would love for them to be have given us all these, like, little, you know, guideposts and footprints as to what has happened previously that might have led to to like to to Scott Lang being Ant-Man. Like this could have all led to him being Ant-Man. I, I love it so much. Um but anyway, that's again rapid speculation. It's very possible it's just him at the door. So <laughs> that's just a theory. Just a, a theory. movie theory. <laughs> all oh, right, guys. Is that a different series? That's a different series. That we don't we're we we're not involved and this was uh legally dissimilar. Um, <laughs> it's just a series, a different series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, guys. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU to leave some feedback. Um, if you want to support the cast, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, we, we've uh, still got a few people who haven't sent in their addresses and such for to receive their swag. So if you are one of those... Uh, I, I, th- I probably sent you messages or emails. Let us send us your email ad- or your address and we can send you your swag. I think it's only a few people. Uh, I'll try to have that for next week's cast. Maybe I can actually find the list and just read it on the cast. Because we are very appreciative to all of you and we want to give you some swag. Uh, if you are interested in just getting some of the swag, because we have a few extra leftover shirts, uh, reach out to us about that. Um, we'll, we're doing like one shirt for $25, two shirts for $35, uh, two different designs, and you can get that whenever you like. Uh, all right, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Have a good one. Until next time, true believers. Mm-hmm.